What's going on out there world? Once again, it's your boy Kel coming back at y'all with another episode of Look and Listen Podcast. And uh Man, if you are any sort of wrestling fan, uh this has been just a sad uh few days. I'm gonna talk about the two top stories, of course, coming up. I'm going to start with the smaller story. Like, I don't want to try to uh, compare stories, but one story, somebody isn't with us anymore. And another story, you know, somebody is, you know, still with us, but, you know, just, you know, hurt. And there's uh, questions over their career. So let me just start with the first thing. On SmackDown, just last Friday, uh... There was a match, the New Day, Biggie, and uh, Kofi Kingston versus uh, Ridge Holland and uh, Sheamus, with Pete Dunne at their side, who they're now calling Butch. But uh, that's not even a big deal, you know, as it usually would be, uh, mostly because of just everything that's happened over the weekend and the developments. But uh. During the tag team match, Ridge Hollins and Big E were outside of the ring. Ridge Hollins went to give Big E a uh, belly-to-belly suplex on the outside of the ring, and Big E completely landed, like, right on top of his head. Like, even when I saw that, it made me kind of jump and uh, look away from the screen because that's not something you want to see, not just in wrestling, but anything like you just don't want to see people land on the top of their head you know uh Big E gave some updates uh his first update was that uh he had broken his neck the good news is he can still move his fingers and arm and uh toes and everything but that his neck was broken uh the next day he gave another update saying that uh he did no damage to his spine, which is uh, very good. So he will be able to eventually walk again. And uh, he doesn't need surgery. He just fractured uh, some parts of his neck. But uh, now there's kind of... I don't know about doubts, but you know, people are wondering, basically, is his career over or what? Because... Neck problems in wrestling are like some of the worst problems you can have. That That's what ultimately ended Stone Cold Steve Austin's career. That's what ultimately ended Edge's career. Or at least the first time it ended his career. Uh, so you just never know if like... If his career is completely over, is he going to be like on a long hiatus... You know, or will he just come back? Because John Cena was able to come back like six months after a neck injury. So, it's very crazy because neck injuries can, they're horrible. All of them are horrible, of course. But, you know, some can take six months. Some can take years. I'm talking about like decade uh, to heal. Because with Edge's neck, like he was gone for uh, nine whole years before he was able to get back in the ring. So... Let me just first off start by saying uh, prayers up for Big E. Uh, he, hopefully his career isn't over. I've always said, you know, I don't know why they moved him out of the WWE title picture, but 
if he does come back, hopefully, you know, he'll be put back in that WWE title picture. But uh, we'll see what happens because the support for the guy is huge. I'm talking about AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, like uh, so many people, legends, like have, you know, tweeted their support for Big E. So he's a very uh, loved guy. So hopefully he'll be able to come back uh, one day from that. But if he doesn't, hell, uh, at least he had a hell of a career. Like, I don't care what anybody says. The New Day is like the greatest faction, especially of the modern day era. I know people are going to say NWO, uh, DX. Uh, like, that's cool. You know, Four Horsemen. And, and that's true, of course. Like, those groups have paved ways. But... The New Day is something that 10 years from now people will be talking about as one of the greatest factions of all time. I don't care if you like them or if you don't. They are like, had longer tag team title reigns than anybody. Uh, more tag team title reigns than anybody. Kofi's a former WWE champion. Big E's a former WWE champion. Xavier Woods is king of the ring. Uh, Big E won money in the bank. There's literally nothing almost except maybe win the Royal Rumble that members of the New Day haven't done so like I said even if, if Big E's career does end hopefully it won't but if it does end uh, at, at least you know he is somebody who's made his mark like he won't just like be forgotten you know if his career is over like his name and the New Day name will be etched in WWE especially for this era you know this modern era but once again, you know, prayers up for Big E, and hopefully he will be back soon. Uh, again, people aren't very sure. It's still very early. So we're going to have to see uh, how it works out for him. But on to the bigger and sadder news. Uh, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, um, in the 90s, of course, the WWF, one of the founding fathers of the uh, NWO, pioneer for for so much, for WCW. Like, he wasn't, like, a pioneer for WCW, but, like, when he came on to WCW for the first time, like, that was, like, the biggest, uh, the biggest wrestling story of the 90s next to uh, McMahon Austin, maybe. Uh, was when Scott Hall walked out on WCW. A lot of people kind of played it like it was an invasion. Like, who can ever forget those famous words, you know, that he started off with? Uh, uh, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here, you know? Uh, unfortunately, yesterday, the news broke that he passed away. Uh, apparently he went into uh, a hospital for surgery for his hip and a blood clot got loose and uh, caused three heart attacks and he was on life support for a while but when they took him off life support I think he kept breathing for maybe 3-4 hours or so and uh, then passed away so it's definitely a bad week for wrestling overall this week. 
as a 90s guy, everybody knows I've always said this. Uh, I was always WWE, WWF, whatever. But, man, I, I, I remember being a kid. And the NWO was really like, I mean, like, literally next to Stone Cold Steve Austin, the NWO was, like, the biggest thing, like, in the entire 90s. And Scott Hall was, like, literally the first one to, you know, give birth to the NWO. We all know Hogan became a member, but when Hogan first was in WCW, he was still doing the whole Hogan thing. You know, so when Scott Hall came on, that's when interest peaked. That's when people start turning away from WWF and start turning to WCW. And then Kevin Nash joined them. Uh, and they formed the Outsiders. And then that's when Hogan joined them and they officially became the NWO. And uh, say what you want about them. Like, I do know that some people... You know, have said things about Scott Hall or even Kevin Nash. Uh, some people said they drained the business or they quote-unquote pimped the business, especially WCW. With all the money that they were getting in their contracts. Say what you want when uh, Shawn Michaels, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Triple H, you know, the curtain call. A lot of people don't like the click. A lot of people don't like... The NWO, to be honest, but, and that's mostly like backstage business reasons, really, but, I mean, growing up in the 90s, like, you cannot mention the stars of that era and that decade without mentioning Scott Hall, and, uh, for me, growing up in the 90s, man, to see somebody who was that big in the 90s pass away at the age of only 63... Is really hard because, like, this was one of the guys who, again, was like one of the biggest wrestlers in the 90s. And growing up watching wrestling in the 90s, you know, there was no way you didn't know about Scott Hall. You know, like, Wolfpack, you know, all that stuff. It is just a sad, sad situation, sad day. Everybody knows that Scott Hall, you know, had his demons. Uh, the drinking, drugs, you know, or whatever. But drinking was mostly his, his thing. And uh, he beat that. Like, we can't sit here and say, like... Now, now we can't say what contributed to his death. But we can't say, like, alcohol is what killed him. Like, he, he beat that. Like... People have to give him credit. Um, give DDP credit. Uh, it was DDP who really helped him out. You know. So I just feel for a lot of his friends. You know. Uh, DDP. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Triple H. Uh, Scott Hall. I mean, excuse me. Uh, Kevin Nash. Uh, Shawn Waltman. X-Pac. You know. Uh, like all of those guys who were really, really close to him. Everybody knows I'm not a fan of Hulk Hogan, like, personally or professionally, but, you know, uh, he was close to Scott Hall, so, like, I just feel for a lot of the people who were uh, close to him, people who grew up watching him, uh, it, it just sucks, because, it just sucks, like, one of the hardest things about growing up 
is watching the people that you loved and you admired and you looked up to pass away. And I, I've seen a lot of stars from the 70s and the 80s pass away. And uh, I wasn't around then. So to me, it's not a, it wasn't a big deal when they would pass away. But somebody like Scott Hall, who was around in the 90s and was a big influence of the 90s in wrestling, like, that to me, it just hits so much harder. Because, again, you know, it's like a sign that not only are our heroes getting old, but, you know, now they're starting to pass away. So, it's, you just want to give people their flowers while they're here, you know, because, you know, once they're gone, man, it's over with, you know, you can't get those moments back again. Uh... Some of my favorite Scott Hall memories, of course, are uh, just a lot of the, I, I guess I'll say the usual, you know, pretty much what a lot of people remember him for. Who could ever forget that ladder match, that classic ladder match, him and Shawn Michaels at uh, WrestleMania 10 for the uh, Intercontinental Championship. Just really put ladder matches on the map. And that match also made people, you know, realize how important the Intercontinental Championship really is. Because when it comes to WrestleMania 10, there wasn't a lot on that show. Like, usually when they talk about WrestleMania 10, the only thing they talk about is uh, Scott Hall versus Shawn Michaels. You know, the ladder match. Uh... To a lesser extent, people talk about Owen and Brett, which was a great match as well, but, you know, those are the only two matches you really hear about from WrestleMania 10. You know, so, uh, who can forget SummerSlam 95, uh, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, again, uh, for the Intercontinental title ladder match, that match was awesome as well. To me, I think that one was even better than, uh, WrestleMania 10. The only reason it's not as much talked about was, number one, it didn't happen at WrestleMania. And number number two, the ending of the match kind of got botched. Uh, Shawn Michaels tried to get the title, but it would not come down. And then, you know, Shawn Michaels of the 90s, we all know how he was. He kind of threw a fit and threw ladders around and, you know, but he finally got up there and grabbed it. So... You can't talk about Shawn Michaels being one of the greatest of all time, which to me he is, without talking about Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, those two ladder matches with uh, Scott is really what got Shawn Michaels over. Like, that's when people really took notice of Shawn Michaels was after the two ladder matches with Scott. And when you talk about Shawn Waltman, X-Pac, you know, people took notice of him immediately because he had a great match with Scott on Raw. And not only that, he beat Scott, you know, and Scott was like the more established veteran, you know, and 1-2-3-Kid, which is what his name was at the time, or The Kid, something like that was his name, but 
Once he beat Scott, it changed to one, two, three, kid. And like that's what got uh, X Pac over, you know, uh, Sean Waltman over, was working with Scott. Uh, Bret Hart had a great match with Scott on Raw. Uh, Kevin Nash, you know, when people think of him, they think of Scott Hall, you know, a lot of the times. Um, when Hulk Hogan got reinvigorated in the 90s, that was because of the NWO, because of Scott Hall, you know, so... Like, the guy was never selfish, you know, and I get a lot of people say, you know, if, if you're a top star, you got to be a bit selfish, you know, to protect yourself. But Scott was one of those people who, you know, he understood that, but, you know, also, and you can say, well, those are his friends, Shawn Michaels and, you know, X-Pac and, uh... Nash, those are his friends, so he put his friends over and stuff like that. But maybe that's true, but at the same time, uh, it made moments and it made careers. Like, he, as far as I'm concerned, you know, he was never WWE champion or world champion. And to me, he definitely should have been like WCW world champion at least once. And I, I definitely believe he should have, you know, at least got the chance to fight for the WWF title. But uh, that never came to pass. But, um, of course, you know, people are going to say things. Uh, if, you, if you hear a crackling noise in the background, I, I do apologize. That's It's raining outside and uh, the wind is blowing the rain against my window. So it's kind of making a crackling sound. So if you hear, do hear a crackling sound in the back, that's what that is. But, uh, yeah, just with Scott, like I said, it's just here's a guy who was never a top champion, but still one of the greatest of all time, one of the biggest of all time, one of the most popular of all time. And the reason why I say that um, Drake, who is one of the top hip-hop artists in the world right now I'm not a Drake fan, but uh, he is like one of the top hip-hop artists in the world right now Of this generation And he was seen wearing a Razor Ramon t-shirt uh, You know and I'm not, uh, I'm not about to make this a race thing or anything, but when I think of wrestlers who were, you know, really big in the black community, I think of guys like Ric Flair, The Rock, and Scott Hall. Like, <coughs> excuse me. Like, those are the three I think of. Because growing up, those were the three that, in my opinion, and to a lot of uh, black people, who they were just the coolest guys. You know, they just seemed authentic. They just seemed larger than life, you know, 
And a lot of us wanted to be like that, especially back then. So, again, I'm not making this a race thing, but I'm just, you know, trying to, you know, tell you how big Scott really was and how influential he really was and how his reach extends, you know, in W, not WCW, but in uh, ECW, the few times he appeared there, his theme song was Ready or Not by the uh, Fugees, you know, so he clearly had, you know, a respect, a healthy respect and love for black culture, and they had the same thing for him, you know, so, it is just really sad, and you got people who say things, you know, WCW made fun of him, you know, uh, trying to have him pretend to be drunk, they made fun of his demons, or they'll say, WWF, you know, brought somebody in to try to play the Razor Ramon character, you know, and stuff like that, but it's really not the time to focus on the negative things. You know, that was close to 30 years ago when these things happened. Nobody, you know, it's 30 years later, you know, nobody can predict what would happen. You know, I remember when the NWO came back in 2002. And uh, came back at No Way Out. Uh, came back to the WWF. And to be honest, for me, the main one I was excited about seeing, everybody was excited about seeing Hogan, I was excited about seeing Scott. Because at the time, I thought you know, Scott was the one who was going to have the good matches. It wasn't going to be Nash or Hogan, you know, having the good matches. But... That whole WWE NWO run was, whew, that was uh, horrible, to say the least. I, I'm sorry to say. Kevin Nash kept breaking his quads. Uh, Scott was on the plane ride from hell and uh, got suspended and ended up getting fired. Uh, after his match with The Rock at WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania 18, Hogan... Like, he was the WWF champ for like a month, lost it to Undertaker, and pretty much did not anything of note after that. Uh, he wrestled Vince at WrestleMania 19, but that was pretty much it. Like, that whole NWO run in WWE just, all three of them had problems at that point. So, like, it wasn't really as good as it should have been, but... uh I do wish we got to see more of him, like, after the year 2002, like, we didn't get to see much of him, I know he did wrestle in Impact, but again, at, by that point, unfortunately, like, the wheels had fallen off, you know, uh, but still, you know, a lot of young wrestlers today have so much great things to say about him, like, you're not hearing anybody say anything bad about him. Especially at this point, you know, uh, I, again, I do know a lot of people didn't like the click. I do know a lot of people didn't like the NWO, you know, said they took a lot of time, took a lot of money, uh, ruined careers or whatever. But uh, like it or not, especially when it comes to Scott, of all people from the click or from the NWO, he made more stars than anybody. You know, he worked with more people than anybody, you know. So, 
to see him gone, you know, man, it's really, really, like, hard to believe. Like, there aren't many deaths in wrestling that happen that, that you know, that are really hard to believe. But uh, this one, to me, is definitely one of those. This one and the death of Brody Lee. To me, are like the top two, at least recent deaths to happen in wrestling that you kind of want to refresh your page because it's kind of like, no, that can't be right. You know, I'm 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 seeing wrong. Or a rumor got out. You know, and that's what I was hoping. Like when I heard uh, that Scott Hall was on life support or something, even though it came from Nash and X Pac, who are like his closest friends. I was still hoping that, you know, Scott was going to send a tweet. Hey, yo, the rumors aren't true. Um, I'm all right. I'm going to be all right. I was hoping something like that was going to happen. But, you know, um, unfortunately, that's not what's going to happen. But, you know, just one of the biggest stars of all time, you know, in that 90s period especially, man, like, which is always my favorite period. Like, there was nobody more over than him, man. There was nobody more bigger than him. There was nobody with more of an influence than him, you know, in the 90s. And, uh, like I said, we can't go back, you know. Once somebody's gone, they're gone. But, you know, you're just going to miss not only him, but, you know, you're just going to miss the, seeing him on screen, miss hearing his voice, like, never again can I hear the NWO music now without, you know, feeling incomplete, without feeling, I, I, I don't want to see Scott, I mean, excuse me, I don't want to see Nash and Hogan together again because now there's going to be like an empty spot there that was there for so long that it just wouldn't seem right you know and I know the NWO is still huge but again like I really just don't have any interest in seeing the NWO on screen anymore because again without Scott who to me is the real leader of the NWO because like he was the first like Somehow it feels like he became the third wheel of the NWO, but he was really the originator. He was re uh, the first. But Scott was the one who never became world champion. Hogan did. Nash did. Scott was the one who never became WWF champion. Hogan did. Nash did. He was the best wrestler, and he was the one who put so many people over and had so many great matches and... You know, was the one who really started the NWO, but somehow it was like he became the third member. And that's not the way it is. If anything, Hogan should be the third member, but somehow he's put up as the leader of the NWO. But technically, like, if we're really being realistic, Scott Hall is the originator and the real leader of the NWO. So, now that he's gone, you know, again, man, I just... Won't be able to look at the NWO the same again. I, you know, it's going to be hard. 
Undertaker's going into the Hall of Fame. You know, and Scott was one of those people I thought would probably be there, but, you know, that's not going to happen. We just have to cherish our legends while they're here, man, because, like, we're, we're grown now. As much as it sucks, like, we, we, we are really grown now, and our legends are passing away. Like, our role models, our people we looked up to and admired, you know, they're starting to pass away, so... We got to give these guys their flowers while they're here, man. And Lord knows, like, Scott deserved a lot more flowers in life than he got, you know, uh, when he was here. So, I'm about to end this one, you guys. I'm not going to talk about Raw or SmackDown because, you know, these two stories happening back to back. You know, Big E breaking his neck just last Friday and then Monday... You know, Scott passes away, so I just wanted to talk about those two things. Um, all I can say is um, R.I.P. Scott. Uh, thank you for every single thing you've done. All the memories you created. Like, wrestling would not be the same without you. Like, it, I don't know where it'd be if it wasn't for Scott Hall. Like, and that's real to think about. Like, I, I know people, it, it sounds like I might be overstating that. You know, all because he passed away, now I'm saying that. No, like, when you really think about it, if Scott Hall didn't jump to WCW, what? The whole world of wrestling would be different right now if that didn't happen. So, the guy changed the game. Like, there's nothing else you can say. Like, he, he legit changed the game, you know. And thank God for him because, because he did that. WCW got better. WWF got better. You know, everybody got better, you know, because of Scott Hall, basically, you know, because of what he did, you know, and how popular and cool he actually was, you know. People just wanted to be like him, emulate him, or just do some of the things he did, you know, but again, all I can say is R.I.P., man, uh... Thanks for everything. Thanks for the memories. You, the way this man sold a Stone Cold Stunner, like if 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 you guys want to go back and like, again the 2002 run was horrible to be honest, but the way that man sold a Stone Cold Stunner, like he would pop up and like fall, like jump backwards, like next to the Rock. That's the greatest sell of the Stunner like ever. So uh, me and my brother would crack up. At the way he sold a Stone Cold Stunner. Like, I remember that wholeheartedly. You know. But, uh. Yeah, man. Uh, R.I.P. Scott. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for everything you've done. Anybody who's a wrestling fan or who wants to become a wrestler owes a lot to you. You gave us a lot. You know, you fought like a hell. You know, to be honest, a lot of people thought Scott Hall would have died uh, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. But the fact that he made it to 63 and beat his addiction and fought like hell, you know, you deserve your rest, man. So, it'd be selfish for me to say I wish you were back because, you know, that would be bringing you back to earth where there are so many problems, but... 
I will definitely cherish the memories you left. I will watch your old matches. Like, I got a lot of DVDs. The WWE Network, of course, is still a thing. So, I'll just cherish all of that. Everything you've done for us. And every, you know, all my Scott Hall toys that I had as a kid. Even though, like I said, I wasn't a WCW guy. I still had a DDP, a Goldberg, a Kevin Nash, a Scott Hall, a Sting. I think even a Randy Savage and a Hogan. Even though, again, wasn't a WCW guy, but, you know, I had all those action figures as well because it was just so cool in the 90s, man. Like, just good times, man. That That, that is all I can say. I'm really trying not to get emotional because, like, like I said, Scott was a big deal. He he was a hero. He was like, like he he was one of those guys, man. Uh, in the '90s, like icon, like straight up. That's really all you can say. So rest in peace, man, and thank you so much. You've earned your rest. You definitely earned the flowers that you're getting now. I wish you got them when you were alive. But hey, he is a two-time Hall of Famer, so I guess we really can't say he didn't get his flowers. You know, not a lot of people are two-time Hall of Famers, but uh, he definitely is. But uh, And he deserves it. You know, looking back on the grand scheme of things, he definitely deserves it. And uh, I hope Big E gets better. I hope his neck gets better. hope he is able to get back in the ring. If not, I'll thank you for the ride you've also took us on, you know. But I'm going to end this one again. This is a sad few days for wrestling fans. Right before WrestleMania and the Hall of Fame too, you know. So I'm just going to end this by saying, you know, once again, RIP to the bad guy, you know. Uh, what was the uh, thing he was famous for saying again uh, at the Hall of Fame? Uh Dreams come, hard work pays off. Uh, dreams come true. Bad times don't last. But bad guys do.